Welcome to the Texas Values Report. We're so excited that you tuned in today on this Saturday morning. I don't know if you're driving in the car with your kids or maybe getting your car fixed like I was this week. That was not fun, but thankful that everything's working out. And you're probably used to hearing Jonathan Sines, the president of Texas Values. I'm sitting in for him today. My name is Nicole Hudgens, and I'm the policy analyst for Texas Values. We're the largest statewide organization focusing on faith, family and freedom in the state of Texas, and we focus on the issues of life, marriage, religious freedom, human sexuality, and more. Our team is working at the Capitol, in the courts, and in the court of public opinion, the media, and we're so excited that you took the time to listen to the Texas Values Report. We have a very exciting guest today, my dear friend, Allison Howard Centafonte. She is the Director of Strategic Communications at Live Action, which is an incredible Mm -hmm. organization. And it's a pro-life media group. Before that, she was the Director of Alliance Relations at Alliance Defending Freedom, working to serve, strengthen, and expand the Alliance of Life, Marriage, and Religious Freedom. She uh, is well known on Fox News, ABC, NPR, the Christian Broadcasting Network, and several other media outlets. Before that, uh, she worked at Concerned Women for America, and she she was also a founding member of the Young Women for America chapter at Liberty University in Lynchburg. And I have to give a shout out because I just graduated from Liberty University, so we have that in common. And I also have to mention, she was named to Red Alert Politics 30 Under 30 list and Christianity Today's Reader's Choice 33 Under 33. She's she's a big deal, but she's also a very dear friend. Allison, thank you so much for coming on the show. <laughs> thank you, Nicole. Thanks for having me. Well, first, you know, our our viewers may have not heard of live action. Um, I know everyone in the pro-life community is very familiar with it. And those on on several social media outlets, um, you guys have done some amazing work for the pro-life movement and really from a very unique uh, strategy perspective. Um, you guys have mm-hmm. actually gone into abortion clinics and in- exposed what's been happening there. But maybe for our listeners who don't know, can you explain to us what y'all do at Live Action? Sure, absolutely. So maybe a lot of you may know of Lila Rose, our founder and president. Um, if you think back a couple years ago, she started Live Action by going into uh, abortion clinics to see how they would treat young women that were pregnant. And she found these clinics, these abortion doctors, Planned Parenthoods all across the country, just failing to provide accurate information, failing to provide all of the options, and even going as far as aiding and abetting sex traffickers, failing to report sex abuse. And so it really, I think, woke the the nation up to what was happening inside these abortion clinics in our community. And so she founded Live Action, doing that starting in college, Now, 10 years later, she's here and we're continuing to expose abortion and educate on the procedure and what happens, but also expose the abortion industry and how it profits off of women and preys on women in really vulnerable situations. So it's really important that we continue that investigative work because, as you know, as any person that is pro-life knows, the mainstream media doesn't cover these pro-life stories. So now live action 
has live action news, which daily is putting out content, news stories, showing the beauty of life, the beauty of adoption, um, how to support women, connecting people to resources to really get involved in their communities. So it's a, been a real joy, and I think it's really important work. It, it really is. And I'll tell you, you know, I've seen many of the videos y'all have done. A lot of people think that Planned Parenthood, you know, is this great organization, and they're just, you know, trying to help in lower-income communities. You know, they're supposedly there to help empower women. But really, you guys have have gone inside and seen exactly, exactly what's been happening. I'll never forget, you know, uh, I think it was during one of the presidential debate, debates, and I believe it was President Obama said, you know, Planned Parenthood gives mammograms, free mammograms. And then you guys went and called a lot of the Planned Parenthood clinics across the country. And they weren't giving mammograms. Um, mm-hmm. You guys, I, from what I also remember, you know, exposed the fact that um, Planned Parenthood clinics don't help with those women who want to keep their children. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really... Um, really misleading you know some of the information that they've been trying to trying to give women um really their their main focus is abortions and so the work that you guys have been doing but i want to focus a little bit more on something really alarming you just shared and for those who are just tuning in we're talking with allison from live action and was the human trafficking element can you can you go in a little bit more a little bit more in depth about what's happening yeah, so so first you have Planned Parenthood and what they say. So they said they were doing mammograms. They said they were offering prenatal care. We called all across the country, and it's amazing. I encourage your listeners to go watch it, liveaction.org. Go on YouTube and watch these videos. Employee after employee admits we don't do mammograms. We, they say we don't have prenatal care. We don't do that. We don't provide ultrasounds unless you're getting an abortion. And so... Um, that was really condemning. My previous employer, Alliance Submitting Freedom, which was cool, they filed a FOIA, which is a Freedom of Information Act, to see if any single Planned Parenthood had a license to, to do mammograms, and none did. So, so first you have to look at what they say and highlight how that oftentimes is incredibly misleading, if not flat, right, flat out wrong. Right. Now, secondly, you have to look at what they're not reporting. They're not saying. So... We're having this national conversation, as you know, Nicole, about sex abuse, people in positions of power that knew about sex abuse and did not do anything to help people in media and politicians. And it it sickens me and it sickens you. I mean, think about the gymnast coaches we've heard about and Mm -hmm. um, people in Hollywood. Well, you have to ask, if you're a sexual criminal, what is evidence of your sexual crime? And often that's a pregnancy. And these criminals have used abortion clinics to cover up their sexual crime. They've taken their victims in, forced them to get an abortion, and they continue the abuse. So Live Action and many others have looked into this over the years to see, do these abortion clinics, does Planned Parenthood stand in the gap and say, we have to report this abuse when they see it happening? And case after case, for years now, they have had victims in their offices that have said, I am being abused, I am being raped by a father, stepfather, coach, and Planned Parenthood administers the abortion, tells that young girl there's nothing else we can do, and sends them back into the arms of their abusers. These are cases across the country. 
that you can read about. And we put them together in a report to kind of piece them all together. But victims share about how the abuse continued because Planned Parenthood didn't report it as they should. They are mandatory reporters. And secondly, you have Lila Rose, as I mentioned, go in pretending to be a sex abuse victim. She pretended to be a 13-year-old girl with a 31-year-old boyfriend. And that is a clear case of statutory rape. And on camera, these employees said, don't tell me the age. Say that it's a student. Say that it's someone else. Don't, you know, don't put that burden on me, essentially. So not only is it just wrong, Nicole, because any organization that's doing this, we would want to call out, condemn, and hold accountable. But the fact that they receive our taxpayer dollars at a tune of $1.2 million every day, and that's the conservative rank, right, is deeply concerning. I want to really emphasize this point to our listeners because, you know, you're hearing what what Allison's sharing of what's happening in Planned Parenthood clinics. So you've got girls who are being abused going into these clinics. It's not being reported. These these girls are not in a safe place when they're going in. <clears throat> you've got the fact, um, well, I remember even this, the CMP videos, uh, Center for Medical Progress, talking about that. We, we can we can talk about, about that in a minute. But a number of, of things happening in their clinics um, that are harming young girls. And then the fact that they're claiming to do things that they're not. But the fact, what we really need to be talking about, too, is the fact that our money is going to fund this organization, and not just a little bit, a lot. Allison, can you share that number again and, and how that works? Yeah, they receive $1.2 million every single day of taxpayer funds. And I actually, I know these numbers get big, but I just read a number by Heritage Foundation that said in the last three years alone, Planned Parenthood has received $1.5 billion, with a B, taxpayer dollars. And I, you know, I think with any listener leaves this conversation, I just want you to think, imagine the good we can do with that sort of money. Imagine the good that we could do for single moms, for families in need, to take care of kids once they're born and need help and assistance. Look, I'm a small government person. I'm not a no government person. That's why we have these we need to be able to support people in need. And that single mom, that family, that, that child needs it, these, these dollars. But instead, Planned Parenthood has just demanded our taxpayer dollars to the tune of $1.2 million every single day. That I think it's draining other issues, and we could serve our communities in so many more beautiful ways and really support life, support women, support families. Um, so I think we kind of forget how much money goes to them and how much good I think can be done in the world if we stopped funding this abortion corporation. They don't do prenatal care. They don't do mammograms. Every other service that they provide is plummeting while their share of the abortion market increases. Even as, Nicole, interestingly, abortions are going down in our country, which is a good thing, but Planned Parenthood's market share of the abortion business is skyrocketing. It's what they built their model on. Wow. Well, and and I want people to realize, you know, the left always talks about choice. This is an issue of choice. But as taxpayers, are we really having a choice of where our money is going? And to to know that billions of dollars are being spent on this organization, that again, we know you guys have done the videos, um, the reports have been given, 
of, of how these girls are put in trouble. They're not doing what they're claiming to do or what others are claiming that they're able to do. At this point, at least, can we stop the funding? Can we stop putting our taxpayer dollars towards the killing of innocent human beings and putting young women in danger? They claim to be pro-women, but putting these women in danger is not pro women um mm-hmm. so so and i agree you know this money can go to so many other incredible causes um i can think of amazing groups that are, are really helping women helping children helping families uh we've we've got to figure out how to stop this and i know texas values we recently signed on to a letter of a proposed rule from the department of health and human services saying that when it comes to title IX funding it can't go to an abortion provider. Now, we know that taxpayer dollars cannot go to fund abortions, but there are ways that these abortion providers will take the money, say, we're not using it for abortions, but we're using it for something else. And finally, this new rule is saying, no, if you're an abortion provider, you don't get money. And there are so many other you know, federally qualified healthcare centers where women can get mm-hmm. treatment, real treatment, that that money can go there, but not to these groups that are putting, you know, women and children in danger. So that's something, you know, Texas Values has done. Great. And mm-hmm. and we're, you know, encouraging people to let the Department of, of Health and Human Services know, like, this is a very important rule. Uh, but so much is going on with this issue in Washington, D.C. Tell us a little bit more about some of the issues that y'all are working on. Thanks. The rule you're talking about, the Protect Life rule, is great. Health and Human Services is considering that rule right now. Comments just closed, the comment period. And what that rule would do is pull at least $60 million of federal funding that uh, Planned Parenthood receives through Title X funds every year. Because it, the rule, Protect Life rule, says that you cannot perform abortions with this taxpayer dollars. You cannot refer for abortions. And you must report how you're handling issues of suspected sexual abuse, which what we just discussed, why that's so great that it's included and it's, it's important that it's put into place. So um, Health and Human Services has, has looked that over, is looking that over, and we'll see what they decide there. But that's it. We're, we're in support of it. I know Texas Values is as well. Um, and and we just- have a branch here in... Go ahead. So sorry. And just to let our listeners know, it was Title 10, not Title 9. Title 9 is a different issue that Texas values. We've we've talked about that issue before. Um, but yes, Title 10 funding. Wanted to make sure our, our listeners mm-hmm. were clear. The proposed rule has to do with Title 10 funding. Absolutely. And this is those family planning funds, which um, go out to different recipients and for a long time have not been granted to a lot of these great groups like we've talked about the ones that you know of in your communities that want to support women, want to help them choose life and give them support for parenting or adoption services because um, of these different rules. And now we've got a great administration uh, that is, I think, trying to help, trying to free up those funds for for uh, uh, clinics that really do help women. And it's trying to remove those funds from clinics that promote abortion, perform abortion, um, and fail to report sexual abuse. Right. And that's, again, that's such an important point. There's so many other groups, organizations, federally uh, qualified healthcare centers that are going to be able to take care of these women to give them real health care um, and in a way that's not going to put our our tax dollars, yours, mine, our listeners tax dollars to such a controversial uh, organization. I remember 
you know, a few years ago, the Center for Medical Progress videos that came out where um, Planned Parenthood was exposed for selling baby body parts. And, and for those of you who are listening, you know, who have little little ears listening, um, you know, v- listeners discretion, but we want to make sure you know Planned Parenthood, the same organization that was exposed just a couple of years ago for selling baby body parts. Um, just and, and that's when they, they went to Congress. There were a number of hearings. They were being questioned. Uh, this was just another area where where, you know, here our taxpayers are going to this organization that is selling baby body parts. And folks, this wasn't just happening, you know, in, in other parts of the nation. There was a video specifically on what was happening at Planned Parenthood Gulf Coast, which also mm-hmm. had some major problems with the state and federal government with Medicaid fraud. Even even the Obama administration, you know, that was known for being very uh, in favor of Planned Parenthood, uh, Planned Parenthood Gulf Coast during that administration was caught with major Medicaid fraud by the federal government. So major issues, not just around different parts of the nation, but right here in Texas. So there, there was just another issue. Allison, um, tell us a little bit more. You know, I know you guys are, are working on, you just talked about uh, the Title 10 funding. Uh, recently, there was, speaking of those Center for Medical Progress videos, the FDA just announced that they have a contract now with one of those groups that was featured in the CMP videos uh, that would essentially buy, if if I understand correctly, the baby body parts mm-hmm. for quote-unquote research. Can you expand a little mm-hmm. bit more about what's happening there? Yeah. So here's the importance of Texas values of live action of these groups that are dedicated to sharing the news. This, what you're doing right now, Nicole, is so important because this is a story that's not been picked up by any major media network. I sit with them on all day, and I was waiting for this to pop up, and it hasn't. And this is horrific. Um, and it's, it's a plot of a horror story. Imagine a government agency partnering with a group that is going to stand next to an abortion doctor and take the aborted baby body parts and bring them to scientists. And the scientists then take those aborted baby body parts and they implement them in mice, just to see how mice react with a human immune system. That's actually happening right now. The FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, just signed a contract with a group called Advanced Bioscience Resources. This group, Nicole, was caught on video in the Center for Medical Progress videos talking about the trafficking of these baby body parts and how they needed them for scientific research and that they would get them, quote, fresh within five minutes is what they said um, after the doctor finished the abortion procedure. And so we have caught word of this news. Uh, a pro-life group broke this news, CNS News, some of you may be familiar with. We're the only people talking about it. And thankfully, I think the pro-life movement is pushing, pushing, pushing this story and saying, Absolutely not. There is no way that we can allow our government administration to use, which is up, it's funded by us, by the way, again, taxpayer dollars fund these institutions, to, to give a contract to a group that's literally implicated in colluding with Planned Parenthood to profit off of this abortion industry. And again, it all goes back to the fact that legalized abortion in our country has fueled so many abuses. 
-hmm. Legalized abortion in our country has not only killed 60 million preborn children and hurt countless men and women in its past, but think about the abuses we've talked about, Nicole, even in 15 minutes. The sex abuse abuse industry has really relied on abortion to continue their their crimes. Now we're seeing people that see these babies and they see money. They see an opportunity to make profit off of these arms, legs, eyes. It's it's terrifying. It's horrific. And so I think, again, we stand on the right side of of this issue when we remind people of the humanity of the preborn and that we as a society can do so much better than this. Women deserve better. These children deserve to be protected. And, and that's what we are continuing to work towards as a society that sees that, acknowledges that, and, and supports the child and the bond between mom and child and family. Absolutely. And, and for those of you who just turned in, we're, we're hear, hearing from Allison from Live Action doing incredible work. Allison, you know, for those of, of our listeners who want to get involved, who want to do more to help stop the atrocity of abortion and who want to help um, help these women and these children that are in need, what would you recommend to them? What are some things they can do uh, with live action or uh, other organizations? How can they get involved? Great question, Nicole. I mean, if you go on liveaction.org, we have a part of our website dedicated to getting involved in ways that you can be active in the pro-life community. That's number one, I think, serving at a pregnancy resource center, just being an open voice about educating and informing is really, really important. Um, using the positions and platforms you've been given to speak life is awesome, but also to not forget that there are amazing groups that are doing hard work and really trying to be the voice for you, for pro-life people across the country to make sure that these things don't get glossed over. They don't get forgotten and that we can continue to apply pressure to power to make sure that life is protected. So I would say support, support a local nonprofit, support Texas Values, support live action. Think about incorporating that into the way that you, um, you, you want to protect women and children, the way that you help out in your community. And we welcome you to join us. We need all the voices we can, because I think in 50 years, I hope and pray, Nicole, that when we're old ladies, that we are not still doing this, <laughs> that we are, we have changed society and culture and um, have dreamed of beautiful vision and worked it into reality for women, children, families, society. Um, and so that's what we're going to keep working towards. Well, thank you so much, Allison, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate the work that you're doing in in the nation on protecting women, protecting children, and really advancing uh, the the pro life movement uh, right here in the United States. And and we know that it's going to have an impact on so many lives. So thank you so much for joining us, Allison. Thanks, Nicole. It's great talking to you. All right. Well, that was Allison from Live Action. She's a very dear friend of mine. Uh, we've <laughs> we've done gotten to do a lot of really fun things together in Washington D.C. And let me tell you, she's the real deal. And the work she do she's doing impacts so many lives. So it was an honor to have her on the show. And listen. We've got some exciting things coming up right here at Texas Values. You heard about what's happening on the pro-life issues. That's something that we've been working on when we're at the Capitol. We're promoting 
pro-life issues. Uh, I can tell you that we were strong supporters of the dismemberment abortion ban. I was in the federal courtroom not too long ago uh, when they were discussing a case involving the burial of aborted children instead of disposing of them as if they were waste, making sure that these children are at least given the human dignity of a proper burial rather than being abused uh, in the way that that Allison just described that these uh, precious children have been. So Texas values, we're coming up in the next legislative session, we're going to be on the ground working on the issues of life, marriage, and religious freedom. And let me tell you, we're a nonprofit organization. We rely on, on the generous donations of, of our listeners and our supporters. If you would like to donate to our organization, you can go to txvalues.org. And another way that you can find out about what's happening, not just on the pro-life issues, but on the marriage issue, the religious freedom issues, uh, human sexuality issues, is at our upcoming policy conference, the Texas Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum, which will be September 7th and 8th, right here in Austin, We've got an incredible lineup. We've got the lieutenant governor, Supreme Court Justices Eva Guzman, Justice Jimmy, Texas Supreme Court Justice Jimmy Blacklock. We've got David B. Wright from 40 Days for Life. We've got Heather Gardner from uh, Central Texas Coalition for Life. We've got Texas Right to Life. We've got uh, the Austin Institute is going to be coming in, Family Policy Alliance, Family Research Council, Alliance Defending Freedom, Senator Lois Kolkhorst, uh, Representatives Matt Shaheen, Representative Matt Krause, Representative Bis- Briscoe Kane, and that's not all of them. <laughs> so if you want to find out more, go to txvalues.org. You'll see on the page you can click for the Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum and because you're our special listeners, we, we're going to uh, let you know about the discount code or the promo code. Put God bless Texas. It's one word. Put it in there. Uh, you'll get a discount on those tickets. And don't forget, we're going to be serving Chick-fil-A during lunch on Saturday. So you get Chick-fil-A. You get to hear from these incredible speakers. And you get to find out how you can exercise faith, family, and freedom right here in the state of Texas. So be sure to go to txvalues.org. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Oh, and one last thing, you may be doing your back-to-school shopping. We want to make sure that you know uh, Target, the store Target, is still allowing men into women's restrooms. We've been uh, promoting the boycott of Target until this policy is reversed 1.5 million people have been boycotting Target because of their new policy. You can find out more on our Facebook page and uh, as well as on txvalues.org. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Texas Values Report, and you have a wonderful Saturday.